Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 155 of the Layover Live podcast. I'm Jason Swick, VP of Strategy and Insights at SimpleView. On this episode of the Layover Live, Bradley Peters of Book Direct stops by to talk about preparing for a rebound in travel. Bradley and I discuss what the last year has looked like for hotel referrals, how DMOs and hoteliers have pivoted their strategies to attract more visitors, and we even discuss what the future might look like for the lodging industry. Hope you enjoy. Each week, the smartest and brightest destination marketers from all over the world talk about the latest trends, happenings, and challenges that affect the travel and tourism industry today. Digital marketing executives, CMOs, and leaders from DMOs of all shapes and sizes share their insights and stories to help you become the best marketer you can be. This is The Layover Live. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 155 of The Layover Live, where we bring you the top article from The Layover each week. I'm Jason Swick, VP of Strategy and Insights, and welcome to the show. So happy to have you here. Uh, you may have noticed we've kind of moved to a bi-weekly cadence, which I think is good as all of us were kind of inundated with a bunch of webinars and shows and everything else throughout the pandemic. But now that things are starting to move in more of a positive direction, uh, we're going to move to more of a bi-weekly cadence moving forward. So uh, good there. Um, speaking of good things in travel, that's why we're here to talk about today. So we've seen some recent traveler sentiment from our friends at Destination Analyst and at Longwoods International, which is uh, showing that travel intent indicators are indeed surging right now, which is great news. Destination Analyst has been reporting that for weeks now. Sentiment is, is really increasingly confident across the board. And even at Longwoods, they reported that 81% of travelers are planning to book a trip within the next six months. Now, this brings us to our article of the week this week, which comes from NBCNews.com, where it talks about the travel industry really gearing up for a rebound in bookings. And to talk about that very topic is our very own Briley Peters, who is the Senior Account Director of Book Direct. So, Briley, so happy to have you on the show and welcome. Hey, thanks. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, I finally get you on, which is great. You always have so much great knowledge you share with all of us. And now we get to share it with everybody else too, right? Cool. I'm excited. Yeah, great. So let's just jump right into it uh, because, again, we talked about some of these indicators moving in a positive direction. And I know you've got such a great handle on some of this with Book Direct, and you're keeping an eye on these kind of travel intent indicators as they relate to bookings. And so, you know, maybe kind of looking back at, at maybe this past 12 months, I know we're kind of coming out to, onto this kind of like uh, anniversary that nobody loves about the pandemic. But but how has the last 12 months maybe looked uh, for hotels and, and, and bookings from what from your perspective? Yeah, it's crazy to think that it's been a year already. Um, I looked at the calendar and this is week 52 of being at the home office. So um, definitely ready to get back to back to work and back to the office and, and seeing you guys in person. But um, yeah, I remember uh, this time going into 2020, everybody was excited. They've all had their events and everything planned out and everybody was looking forward to kind of beating those 2019 numbers and um, yeah, everything changed um, everywhere overnight. So um, just crazy to kind of think about from a product level. It's actually quite interesting. Um, our total referrals were actually higher in 2020 than they were in 2019. Um, the one little exception is from that kind of March to mid-May timeline where, you know, everybody was locked down and uh, nobody was doing anything. So uh, once we got out of that kind of into the summer season, all the referrals kind of, they went crazy. Um, and, and just a reminder, Book Direct 
we are a referral engine, which means we send qualified leads or referrals um, to the from the DMO site to uh, lodging properties being listed. So it's not actual bookings that we're tracking here, but again, it's that qualified lead that we track. So as we're seeing this develop and we're seeing referrals sort of increase on a whole, we started paying kind of a lot of attention to the why and how of, of why that was. Um, and just like with a lot of things, it was almost an 80-20 rule um, where our highest performing clients um, created a majority of those referrals. Um, for example, our top performer in 2020 went from sending 750,000 referrals in 2019 to around 1.25 million referrals in 2020. Wow. So just diving in and kind of looking at all of those top performers, um, there's definitely a destination type that sticks out. Um, most of them have access to a national park or other notable outdoor recreational opportunities like lakes, rivers, mountains, beaches. Um, and they also all have a similar type of lodging inventory available um, in that they offer short-term rental options um, to provide more of a secluded or private option to their travelers. Um, interestingly enough, I attended the Skift Short-Term Rental Summit uh, late last year. And some of the notable takeaways from that, um, from Expedia, was that whole home rentals won 2020. And then the Verbo Trend Report talks about the road trip experience. And that 61% of US families said they're more likely to visit an outdoorsy destination than an urban one. So these types of destinations soared, while other destinations who don't necessarily fit the description, um, their numbers fell way below, or well below 2019 numbers. Um, and they're only just starting to see kind of small upward ticks. So, and then just to kind of um, finish this out, another trend, and I know Bill from Go Breck brought this up, but we did see that extended summer season, or summer um, peak season, um, it extended past Labor Day where it normally cuts off. So the idea of the vacation, flexcation, uh, whatever you want to call it, um, that allowed people to travel, you know, further into the fall. Yeah, Bradley, great information. You know, taking that look in that rearview mirror, um, really great insights. Again, I think probably a big surprise for a lot of folks out there that you mentioned was that, hey, we saw kind of this referral traffic up, which is pretty crazy, but it could be that the space was so dynamic and fluid and moving, right, that people were kind of coming in and out. They didn't know if they were going to take a trip or not take a trip, and so they were kind of dipping their toe in the water. But that's really, really, really amazing stuff. So now... That, that because of that, right, and because the space has been so crazy, as everybody uh, knows, you know, um, this has caused many, many DMOs out there to have to kind of like pivot and change a little bit. Um, you know, I think, you know, agile is kind of the new buzzword that's going around. So how, you know, how have DMOs and maybe hoteliers that, that, you, that you've talked to and seen really changed or pivoted their strategy during this time to maybe start attracting some more of those of those visitors to their properties, to their hotel properties? Sure. So uh, a lot of what I was hearing is that these destinations had to sort of balance the idea of continuing to market the destination, fill hotel rooms, but they had to do it in a way that was responsible and making sure that their locals were on board and comfortable. Mm -hmm. So a lot of the marketing efforts have been focused more towards 
more towards those locals. And, you know, again, the idea of the staycation, uh, we're going to give you guys um, access to, to having this experience in town where get out of the house and, you know, kind of, uh, you know, use your own facilities here. So we worked with several destinations on uh, promoting local campaigns and also doing some updates to their listings to focus and showcase safety protocols um, that they were doing within the destination, um, all focused on providing those potential visitors assurance that safety is top of mind. Um, I know we did a, a blog late last year about privacy becoming a popular amenity. And so we've somehow incorporated that into several different sites, whether it's using the, the cutie little fat, um, mask uh, emoji or you know anything kind of like that. So um, we've also worked with destinations on promoting packages um, being offered to these drive markets. Um, and we've also heard a lot about destinations doing sort of buy now, um, stay later campaign. Yeah, very cool. And I know you guys had done some of that. Uh, I think maybe it was it was a Boulder, Colorado. Maybe it was an example of that, and where you guys worked with them. So good, good stuff there. But yeah, you're right. I think it's you know kind of looking at how things are moving. A lot of clients were like really focusing on a lot of the stride market or staycation type focus. And I, I probably imagine that in many ways, even as we're starting to get back to travel, right, and we're just easing back into it, you can kind of feel it in the air. Um, that that staycation or that drive campaign focus or whatnot is probably still going to be, you know. Um, really probably the main mode um, or, or, or the main way that people are going to experience travel, probably at least in the beginning, I should say, because I think, you know, in, unless you're hopping maybe back onto an airplane to see your, your, your friends and your relatives that you haven't seen for like a long time, um, you'll probably start to see demand for air travel return a little bit slower. But I think definitely people being more open to to these staycation type campaigns are probably something that's going to continue, I'd imagine, even through the summer this year. Okay, so now that's that's a really good way to kind of show that 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 um, kind of where we're at. But now I'm going to ask you, Bradley, to kind of maybe look into the crystal ball a little bit, right? This is always the hard thing to have to do is is talk about what the future may hold for us because it's a challenge. You know, we know that very much 2021 is going to be this kind of transitional year, which we expect, right? But um, I think it's important from your perspective because you guys have such an ear to like this referral uh, traffic and whatnot, and you guys are really experts in that space. So maybe what does the future look like, um, you know, from where you're sitting for the lodging industry? Talk maybe a little bit about what you're seeing on, on that side of the house. Sure. And, you know, Jason, I've heard you talk about these phased approaches mm -hmm. and in, in the recovery um, and how, you know, when we get to a different phase, the, the strategy changes. So many destinations I've heard are thinking in the same way, you know, everything's op slowly opening back up. So they're expanding those marketing efforts from locals to extending those drive markets and then drive markets to whatever their normal domestic markets might be. And then, you know, as in the article, that we're using for this, you know, it's eventually extending to those international markets. So um, obviously everybody's keeping an eye on cases um, in these target markets um, and then also keeping an eye on vaccine rollouts. And so really those are the two indicators of, of sort of these market segments opening back up. Um, and just as you said, um, and we've been talking about leisure traveler has really been it. So once the meetings and group segments start traveling again, and I think we're seeing that leads um, are being generated for group travel finally start ticking up a little bit, um, uh, we'll continue 
to create more buzz around the hotel stays um, in more of these areas, urban areas, um, places outside of national parks and all boats will, will start to rise. So um, I know in my case, um, we've been doing a lot of products. We've been spending money on the house um, as that sort of thing. But I think people are ready to get back to spending money on experiences. Um, and so things are going to continue to grow just because, you know, everything is um, kind of opening back up and everybody wants to get out there. And then again, just as you said, um, the idea of the road trip, the flexications, the staycations, people can work from everywhere now that they're remote. And I don't think that trend is going to, to slow down. Um, people had a good time and they're going to continue to hit the road and, and do those more local experiences that are within reach. Yeah, great stuff. And I think, again, your, your crystal ball, it seems a lot more clear than mine. So, uh, that, no, that's great. I think, and, and it, listen, you make some good points. I, I could not agree with you more on, as I already mentioned, on the staycation side of things. Um, you know, you are seeing, uh, up again, things trending in a positive direction on the leisure and corporate side, but they're going to be on different tracks, right? You're going to see faster return naturally on the leisure side versus oh, yeah. business travel. Business travel is probably going to be more of a, hey, do I really have to take this trip? Do I really need to do it? And that's how it's going to be for at least for a yeah. little while. But, you know, we are going to see meetings return. Um, if anybody has sat in a Zoom meeting over the course of this pandemic and doesn't think that we are going to get back into in-person meetings, um, you're crazy, right, in my opinion. Because I think um, we have shown the importance of of meeting in person and networking and communicating. And although virtual uh, visits have helped to bridge that gap or create a connection or a bond for us while we've been away – it is not going to replace those in-person events. I just can't see it happening, but it's going to happen at a different pace. Yeah. Meetings data again and yeah. group data is starting. You know, We're expecting, I, I think I've even heard some Adam Sachs say some things about some of the data he's looking at, talking to like Shimo and, and other folks that are in that space and are the experts in that space are, are expecting more of a Q3, Q4 type rebound on that stuff. Very similar to what we're seeing on leisure. It'll just be a, it'll just be at a different pace. Okay, so now moving into the last question that we ask every guest that's come on the show during the pandemic, right, is for advice. And I think again, one of the best things about this industry that I've enjoyed is that everybody is so willing to share and help each other out. And so, any advice maybe that you'd like to share for DMOs out there, Bradley? Why we have you? Sure, and it's more of a just a continuation of of what we've been doing, but you know a the booking engine, quote unquote, and tools um, like Book Direct are often conversion have sorry often have conversion related KPIs. Um, for Book Direct, there's always a lot of focus on the actual referral, but throughout this pandemic, those haven't existed or existed in kind of the the quantities um, that destinations have wanted. So. But that doesn't mean that they're not important. It doesn't mean that they're not catching relevant information. I know here at SimpleView, um, we've done so much work in providing information on a global perspective about booking behavior and sentiment. You know, questions like how far out are people looking to book? Where are they looking from? How long do they want to stay? And I've worked with several destinations kind of individually, as I know you guys have on how these destinations can find that data on their own sites and use that information to um, focus in on marketing campaigns and, and sort of coordinate those efforts. So I'd urge everyone to maybe consider the background data and not just those typical KPI indicators to, to kind of 
see what's going on in the destination. Yeah, good good stuff, right? And I think th- it's really important. These, these these indicators are so important to show how travel demand is is returning and what's happening in the space. And we're starting to yeah. see that demand come back. Even if you look at some recent numbers, I think I saw an article uh, from Think with Google which talked about you know starting to see the that that re- that return for demand, right? With those indicators, things like uh, keywords related to like travel to or resorts near me. Okay, those are all positive sentiment type numbers. So I think you're 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 spot on with that. And then looking at, 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 at those insights, really like how far people are looking out to book and things like that. I think Paul had shared recently in a, um, a webinar him and I did for a conference where we're starting to see those booking windows start to look a lot like they did before the pandemic, right? I think right now we're kind of getting, we're getting close to that 90 day out or, or close to that, if I'm not mistaken, which then puts us into people starting to look at summertime, starts to put us in that June time frame for right now. So again, if you're sitting on the sidelines, thinking about getting those awareness type campaigns out there about your destination, keeping in mind, you have to have that sentiment um, and, and that communication open with your stakeholders and your community to make sure it's the right time to do those things. This is probably the time we should start considering uh, turning the faucet back on. All the indicators are starting to show that and the space is going to get really crowded really, really quickly. So, uh, Bradley, um, we we took probably too long to have you come on the show, but I'm so happy to have you here. This is really, really great information. Um, And I thank you for coming on and sharing that with everyone this week. Of course. Thank you so much. You bet. And thanks for tuning in to all of you each and every week or bi-weekly now as we're moving to a different cadence. We really enjoy having you here. If you're not subscribed, please do so now so you can stay on top of all the new findings that we come out as it relates to digital marketing. We're also available on Spotify and iTunes if you want to consume us through podcasts. So thanks for tuning in, everyone. We'll see you next time and have a great day.